Why were the apostles so afraid? In the context of the gospel which, which we just heard, this is the fourth chapter of Mark. Just a few verses, frankly, before, about a couple chapters, we heard of the call of the apostles, knowing that at least four of the apostles were skilled professional fishermen. Their life was on the sea, and yet they were terrified for their lives. Why were they so afraid? Those who had turned from their lives and given everything to follow Jesus. The same question could be asked of us in so many instances. Why are you so afraid? Why are you so upset about what is going on? Do you, as Jesus says, not yet have faith? The challenge of our lives is that the world is filled with storms. Literal storms, as we experienced the other night. Existential storms, moral storms, social ills and storms. And so often in our life, we can get caught in the midst of the storm and only see it for what it is and lose all hope or bearings on the eternal things. We can fail. Even in those moments, those great fishermen, they failed to use their skills to navigate their storm. But Jesus is there. In fact, as we heard from the first reading from the book of, the, of Job, the Lord addressed Job out of the storm. The church fathers, when reading this story from the Gospel of Mark, Jesus calming the storm, note that Jesus calls the apostles with him. They get into the boat with him. Jesus never abandons or leaves them. He is there the whole time. And yet he knows this storm will come. Just as in our own lives, the Lord knows the temptations, difficulties, struggles, you name the squalls and storms that come through your life, are going to come. But the Lord calls us into that so He can call us to the deeper truth of His love for us, His plan for us, His desire, as we heard from the second letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians, to make all, to make all things new. As we heard, whoever is in Christ is a new creation. The old things have passed away. Behold, new things have come. And how we go from old to new things is often through the storm. But this is also the challenge for us Christians is to go to Jesus in the storm to open our hearts, to be open and willing to be made new. If we look back at the last year alone in our lives, in our country, in our church, in our community, there are almost myriad storms that we could look to. Have those softened your heart and made you new? Or have you hardened your heart, turned away, grown more isolated and alone in your storm, in your anger, in your hurt, in your frustration? Jesus invites us on the boat. He goes with us into the storm, but he doesn't force us to call upon him. We must choose to listen, to recognize that he is there with us, to call him and to let him still our hearts. 
Now, in thinking back on the last year, there are many storms that I could talk about. But the one storm, because you know, yesterday was Juneteenth and just also uh, the anniversary of the death of George Floyd and the verdict in that trial, I think we all have to open our hearts in some way, shape, or form and to ask, how has Jesus changed my heart? through the storm that we have been going through in this last year as a country and perhaps individually, I would hope, in terms of dealing with the racial injustice that exists in our society. It's easy for us to go to the extremes right away, to go to our comfort place where all of our friends and all of our peers, where our group hangs out. It's easy to go there, but have we opened and softened our hearts to invite other people in? to reach out to those who might disagree with us so that we can address the ills in our culture. But oftentimes we prefer the storm. We prefer to be in our own little bubble and the Lord is there sleeping, waiting for us. He's not knocking on the door, he's just there. Are we going to knock on his door and ask him to show us the way? Ask him to soften our hearts. Help us to see how we all bear a responsibility in the work of justice in this world. Each one of us is going to be at a very different place. As St. Paul tells us elsewhere, each one of us is given different gifts. So it's not reasonable to think that this person should be where I am or that person isn't good because they're in a different place. But because of that, when we open our hearts to the Lord, He stills the storm, He invites us, He makes us new, and therefore together we can make all things new in Christ. In the first words of the second reading, St. Paul tells the Corinthians, the love of Christ impels us. The love of Christ, that desire in our hearts to know Jesus, to die and to offer our lives for Him in the same way that He did for us. We recognize the storms all around us. We desire to make the world a better place. Now, it would be easy to look at all of the storms in the world from simply just a social or, you know, kind of an outside thing, you know, these macro problems. But the reality is, and the great mystery of our world is that we live in a society, and yet we are saved in a society, and yet we are called individually to be made new in the image and likeness of God. And one of the storms, brothers and sisters, we fail to even recognize often in the world, if we even recognize it as a storm at all, is the reality of sin, especially mortal sin. We imperil our souls. Or we allow others to imperil their souls without so much a word of hesitation. We can be indifferent to the reality of people cutting themselves off from the love of God. God never cuts His love off for us, but when we choose to reject God, to turn from Him, to commit acts of hatred, acts of violence, acts of promiscuity or drunkenness or any of those other things that the church has taught from the beginning separate us from the love of God, we are creating a deeper storm. And so the storms of this world are not just the storms of society and the ills of the world around us, but we too have to be reconciled to God in our hearts, to turn from our sins. And this is the beauty of our faith in our church, is that we recognize our brokenness, we recognize our needs for conversion, and Jesus is there in the confessional 
waiting to lift those burdens from us, to calm those storms, to make us new and to send us back out into the world. To be made new for the storms of the world to become, we all collectively and we all individually need to go find Jesus. One and all. This is the beauty of the mystical body of Christ, is that we are both united and individuals, both together and, in a sense, on our own, working to bring about our own salvation, the salvation of our family and friends, and a new world made and remade again and again and again in the image and likeness of Christ. Brothers and sisters, Jesus came into this world to calm the storms, to help us find meaning and purpose. What storms are brewing in your heart, in your social circles? How can you invite Jesus into those to calm them and to give you new meaning and purpose in them? The beauty of this church right now is that not any one of us will have the same answer. And because of that, giving our lives to the Lord, calling upon Him, desiring to be converted of heart, mind, and life, we together, individually and united, can heal the world through the grace, the mercy, the peace of Jesus Christ.